Hello and welcome to the Ritual Misery Podcast episode special with Sarethia, because I don't know what number we're on, because I'm prepared. Wow. Exactly. This is a show where two lifelong friends and their guests celebrate all things geek. I'm Amos. Kent is not here because he's a punk. That's what I'm saying anyway. It's actually just because I planned this shit without him. Mm. Uh, but I do have my very special guest. Can I call you a guest? I guess. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm in your house right now. Yes. But technically, I don't do this. So yes, I would be the guest. Okay. So here's my guest for this evening. My lovely wife, Sarithia. Um, so welcome to the pod. Thank you. I'm... Very thrilled to be here. Yay. You did makeup. That like like you went all out. Well, you went you went twenty minutes of all. Yes, that was it. Like that's the extent of my um makeup. That's all I <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. You, I, you came home, you talked on the phone for a little while, you you ate some food, and then you came up here and spent about fifteen minutes bumping some hair and doing some touch ups on the face. Yes, and you got to take a nap while snoring in my ear while I was on my phone call. The phone call was boring. Like you started getting louder. That's why I got up. You was boring. It probably got more boring. No, it's exciting. It was not <laughs> <laughs> I was getting the juice from work. Sometimes you gotta get that juice. Uh sure. Yeah. We don't have drama in podcasting. Oh. No. Okay. Yeah. Cause we just cut people off. You start ca- causing drama and I just don't talk to you anymore. Oh. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh, you learned it by watching me. Is that, is that what happened? Except you still have to talk to them. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So three things on the agenda today. Okay. Three things. The, the three things that I thought of that I would like to talk to you about that I think people might be interested in hearing. Okay. One, your move to Seattle from uh, your point of view. Because uh, you've heard it from mine. Oh, they have, have they? Yeah. Did you tell them that we almost got divorced? I don't have to. They already know that. Like every every day is almost. I mean, I'm sure you divorced me today, like at three at least three times. Not today. Before I fell asleep on you uh, during your boring phone call. Not not today. Not yet. Not, <laughs> no. I've been trying to maintain the marriage oh, while well, you've been up here. Funny. That's the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is how we plan on maintaining our marriage, living separately. <sighs> Oh, it'd be a piece of cake. There won't be any problems at all. None. Hmm. With all that, I figured we would start with the third. Um, was it two weeks ago? It's two weeks ago now. We, we took a nice little trip to the VAER, the uh, emergency room. Whew, that was a nightmare. We can't swear, right? Yep, I swear. You can say whatever the hell you want. Control my potty mouth. Oh, oh, that was a nightmare. It was like a sailor. So. It was even worse inside. I mean, you you got to basically watch TikToks and fall asleep in a van because you couldn't come in the ER with me. It was a long nap. Yeah, <laughs> five hours, six, five. Got hungry. Yeah, I got a little hungry. It was annoying. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so. A couple weeks ago, I started having back pain, and as uh, viewers and listeners will know, I've had back pain for quite a while now. It's been an ongoing issue. I've had like three back surgeries, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, but it's been it's been good for a while. I, it, I mean, I haven't had really any major back pain in quite a while. It's no. some some minor aches and pains, and you know, be laid up for a day or something after some heavy activity or whatever, but nothing nothing like amazing, you know. Uh, okay, we'll go with that. 
listen, once your back starts hurting, it's just like you're shut down. And I don't have a husband for like a couple of days. Like, like you're, you're kind of dead. Fair enough. I'll, I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah, it's, Cause it's, yeah. So back started hurting. Okay. Uh, we flew down here on a, on a Monday, Monday. Okay. Um, and it just kept hurting and eventually got to the point where just taking a deep breath would hurt. And that's when it was like, okay, well now it's time to get somebody to look at it. And being a veteran, I get free medical care. Cause that's a thing we have to worry about in the U S for some stupid fucking reason. I get free medical care at the v- at the VA. So the VA in Seattle has an emergency room. Yes. So I went up there. It was, it was like an hour drive. We had to fight traffic and everything else. Like it was not easy. It wasn't too bad. It was an hour drive. It was just the wait because I figured we would be boom, boom, boom in and out in like two hours. You Which know? it started that way. I got in there and within about half an hour, I, I'd seen the doctor. Um. Mm-hmm. Within about an hour of arriving, they they ordered me a CT scan. So within maybe another thirty minutes, they sent me back for the yeah. for the CT. Yeah. Came out of that. Within like thirty minutes after that, they came in, told me what the what the prognosis was or whatever. You know, the pinched nerve between L three and L four. Yes, and at that point, <clears throat> you should have started screaming, "My back, the pain." Give me the drugs. I could barely breathe. There's no screaming. <laughs> I know. And then they just sat there and left you there. I think they forgot about it. Well. I think the the patient next to me in the next room over was actually like going, like they were putting him in a coma for COVID Mm. is what I think was going on. So basically they forgot about me to save Walsh Muck's life next door. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you you were just in the car. I ate hospital food. I didn't, didn't give me no fucking food. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's when my, when I finally lost my shit is it had been an hour and 40 minutes since anybody had even checked on me. I'd already gone to the bathroom twice. They'd already given me my drugs, my first round of drugs, the pain, so I'd be able to, to breathe and halfway be normal. You get hangry worse than any female that I've ever known. Well, and then they left me there for an hour and 40 minutes. So I just started wandering the halls. Did you really? Yeah. And no one noticed? I thought they hooked you up to an IV. No, they gave me an IV to administer the medicine, but then it wasn't like they... Oh, okay. It was on a a bag or whatever. Oh, and no one noticed the strange dude walking the halls. Well, I figured they would, but after about 20 minutes, I was up there. I took a picture of the little patient board that had everybody's statuses on there. That explains that. Yeah. Uh, I was just wandering around. I was checking in out of the rooms. And nobody said shit to me. Like, it was the worst security nightmare ever. Like, at one point, a nurse was telling a doctor what was going on in the room. And I just went over there and kind of stood there. Like, I belonged there. I was like, huh. I could have walked up in there. And they probably wouldn't have noticed. You fucking could have. They wouldn't let you come in to be my, you know, my consort or whatever in the hospital. Yeah. But they sure, once you got in, nobody gives shit about anything. It was ridiculous. So, yeah, I wandered the halls for a good half an hour. And then finally someone said, um, sir, are you the patient from that room over there? I, was, I said, yeah. They're like, did you need something? I was like, oh, oh, I, I needed something an hour ago. Now I'm just bored. <laughs> the lady behind the counter was like, you're just bored? And starts laughing and leaves this technician to like figure out what the fuck to do. Yeah, because it was the nurse that knew the technician had just left you there and forgot you. So she's like fucking him out. My nurse was out right outside my door 
and never bothered to check in. And then at one point, uh, I stood outside and like when I first went outside, I was standing there and she was like doing a little type up report. And someone said, Oh, uh, is that your patient? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. That, that, that's when I started walking. Is like, this is dumb. So after, after it took two hours from the time that I was last seen, last checked in on when they gave me my drugs, that's the bad part. They gave me drugs mm-hmm. and then left me alone for two hours to figure shit out my own. You had a phone. You're fine. You're a veteran. You, you got this. But I wanted to leave. <laughs> and they brought food to every other fucking room in there but mine. I wonder if you walked out, if they would have called you and be like, hey, I need you to come back so I can bill you. Well, that's what eventually happened. It was I was out there and I was like, so it's been a while. Can I just leave? Can I go? They're like, well, have you gotten discharge paper? And I was like, no. Like, well, you should wait for that. I was like, well, how long should I wait? They, well, they should be back within about 20 minutes. I was like, it's already been two hours. <laughs> Can I just leave? Like, my wife's outside. I'm hungry. No one's brought me food or water or even checked to see if I had a pulse. And that's when they brought you your cold food. Oh, yeah. my God. This, this, they had a tray that was sitting there. From the time I walked out of my room initially, there was a tray sitting there. It had sat there uncovered for two hours. They had the audacity to bring that to me with the warm milk and the tuna salad sandwich that who... So you died a little in the VAER. I'm just saying. I mean, at least I was like, there in driving and, home. And for what it's worth, I understand I was not emergent. Like, they give me drug, drug the, the, the uh, muscle relaxers and stuff. Right. I was not emergent. Good. Then let me the fuck out. Like... I was so angry. So then I, I leave. think that's an understatement. So then I leave there and you are like, why are we still here? <laughs> you had lines in your face when we were sleeping. <gasps> <laughs> like you were out. It was comfortable. Like, yeah, your, your van is comfortable. The weather was perfect. No one bothered me. I woke myself up snoring a couple of times. You had, you had the sunroof open. Yeah, you know, but I was in the garage. Right. The so, garage. yeah, so it was fine. Listen to the cars drive back and forth. It was, it was, you know. <laughs> it's like, like the cars driving overhead in the concrete uh, building was like the waves at the ocean. Just it was like, boom, you to sleep. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. I kept waking up, thinking, looking at the time. <clears throat> oh, it's getting late. I wonder if he's just going to be here all day. Right. Like, are they doing surgery tonight? At, at, at one point, she asked me, are they going to admit you? And I was like, I have no idea. No one's been around. <laughs> you should probably ask. I was, I was so angry. I think so. you didn't get angry until you got hungry. Right. Then once that happened, it was it, it was a mess from there. It went mm. downhill. So. So. If you work at the VA in Seattle, don't let your patients get hungry. And don't give them cold milk with tuna. Warm, warm milk with warm tuna. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That was been sitting out for a couple hours. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Bright side is you had food. You know? If I was famished, yes, I had food. Right? The yeah. bright side, babe. The bright side. Yeah, sure. Okay. <clears throat> So let's go to why we we're in Seattle in the first place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Why are we? <sighs> well, we will start with it's your fault that that I'm here. Do explain. 
Oh, okay. So once upon a time, uh, many moons ago, many moons ago, when I met my lover here, mm -hmm. and we worked together, and we had—I can't fix that. I don't know this camera. You got it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, it's the camera's fault. Your shirt is falling down. Camera's fault, absolutely. So we worked together, and I remember we had different jobs, and my job wasn't doing good. I wasn't. I wasn't happy. I felt they hated me. It was hard. I, you know, I was like, I was like sad panda. And, <laughs> and then, you know, Anthony looks at me and he says, listen, listen, don't get out. Stay in the military. You're going to marry me or in PCS. Everything's going to be great. Snot coming down my face, all over his shirt. Just, what do you mean? We, we can't get married? This is our second marriage. This isn't going to work. This was just for fun. He's like, it's fine. And he's calm. I don't know if you guys seen the calm side. He's calm. He's, you know, soothing. And he says, listen, babe, listen. You're going to marry me. And we're going to PCS. And we're going to start over. So, okay, 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 where are we going? I, you know what? I don't care. I just don't want to be here anymore because it's so hard. I can't do this. 14 years later, we're in Seattle. Triple. Do you feel like she missed something there? Because I feel like there's a couple steps. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, no. uh, Bad even Chat says the, uh, they always say the camera takes off one shirt. Oh, oh, oh. You're just fighting physics now. I, <laughs> legit. Um, no, basically, uh, she got a promotion, an opportunity for promotion, but it required her to move down here. We still have kids in school in Alaska, so I'm staying up there with the kids in Alaska. You're coming down here where the twins already were to yep. go to college. Yep. So uh, it just kind of worked out. You got a nice little place on base, so it's a nice, safe area. Yes. You and, don't have to worry about us. Right. And it's uh, it's only a couple hour flight. So, and it's fairly cheap. Like usually we will have enough miles to fly back and forth. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's why we're here. And now you have this new job with all this new drama. I think I feel every job comes with its own exciting adventure. Oh, drama. It's not drama. Drama was high school. Adult world is adventurous. Oh. That's what it is. This is an adventure. So every time I go to work, it's a new adventure waiting to happen. <laughs> Yay, me. Sometimes, sometimes people need to be punched in the neck. Other times people just need to be rocked to sleep and punched in the face. But other than that, you know, and then there's the good people. There's good people out there that legit just just want to work. Just want to get their job done. They just want to get their job done and work. And those are my favorites because I can grow them. I can mentor, guide, and lead them. And those are the lovelies. I love the lovelies. Yeah. They give me hope. But sometimes you got to smirk the smirk out of the smirk. <sighs> those are the ones I just, I just, I ignore them until they die. <laughs> it works. <laughs> She's in the reserves, so it's not far from the truth. <laughs> A complex tapestry of character building experience. There, there we go. See? 
See? Be- best chat moment. Oh ever. my gosh, you guys have a way with words. <laughs> like my honey here. <laughs> Magical. You're down here. It's going to be a couple of years that you're down here. Yes. And yes. then when you're done with this tour, you should be ready to retire from the military yes. and go back to civilian life. Yes. And and, and have some uh, some some green tea, as I say. Actually, I don't say that. Really. I'm not drinking your green tea. No, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't drink my green tea either. Okay. I don't. I don't like green tea, so I wouldn't make it very good. Um. This is a. Uh, this is. You living down here is not a big difference from some of the experiences we've already had. Because, no. I mean, I've been to Korea twice during our marriage. Mm-hmm. I've been deployed several times, like yeah. three or four times yeah. Yeah. during our marriage. Yeah. And this is like the easiest of any of those because you're in a place where I don't have to worry about you. You're not in a war zone. You're not having to wear chem gear to work three days out of the week. Right. Um, and you're a three and a half hour flight from home correct so it's you know drop of a hat it's kind of lovely um a couple years ago we we joked that gosh babe if you are able to get promoted the best place for you to be would be to get that job down there in washington yeah and i was like uh yeah but that person would have to like retire or die because that's how it is in the reserves yeah and that person retired But I wasn't alone. I wasn't alone. I, I didn't do this all by myself because I had to apply. Mm-hmm. I had to interview. And there was a board. There was other interviewees. I wasn't the only one. Right. But I was the one that dazzled. <laughs> Superstar. You got lucky. <laughs> I totally did. The star and the moon aligned. And yeah, I, I got lucky. It, I really did. Yeah. So... <clears throat> But now you have your final rank. You're yes. in a decent job. I mean, yeah, it's got its dramas and its problems and stuff, but I think yes. you'll actually really enjoy this once things settle down and you learn the way. Yes. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Um, it's been nice. It's actually been nice having you here to have someone to come home to. I don't know what I'm doing when you leave. Like, I might just stay at work all day and then go to sleep and then go back to work and stay there all day. I think. Maybe write your EPR. Get out of my business. <laughs> All up in my business. Mind your business. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this is one of those places where you're stepping into a job that someone else left. And you never know if, because they've been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And you never know if you're coming into, this person was the most magnificent you know, person in that position ever, or if they were completely hated and what expectations that legacy leaves upon you. But it seems like you've stepped into this with a fairly clean slate and no extraordinary expectations. So you can kind of go in there and mold the position, how you need to mold it and, and learn the people instead of the people just immediately disregarding you. Yes, you're absolutely right. Look at you. I feel like I'm being interviewed. Like it's, oh, it's so weird. No, it's, um, I mean, you're exactly right. But then I sit there and I'm like, the stuff that the previous person did, I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's not my job. (laughs) You know, you know who should do that? That person that that's perfect for them. Yeah. 
she was here so long, she did everything and things she shouldn't have did and she didn't need to do. And it was just ridiculous and everybody was afraid of her. So it got to the point where they just let her do whatever she wants. She just walked around doing whatever job that she wanted to do, whether it went down to maintaining the snack bar. That's definitely something a chief should do. Or, right, or, you know, coordinating things with the other side of the base. Like, I, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So um, I was like, and I did ask. I did ask. I said, you're not expecting me to do that, are you? Like, no, 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 no. Okay, because I'm not. That's <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Why'd she, you know what? I don't even care why she did it. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So it's, I, I get to, I get to see hope. I think that's the part for me. Like there's, there's fresh faces. People stop off my office. I got an open door policy. Mm. Um, I took, there's like this little, you know, on, on office doors, they have that little, that little window and they block it with paper. Mm. I took the paper down. So if I had to shut my door, they can see that I'm still in there. Mm. Like it's not a secret, right? I don't lock my door. I don't shut it. I leave it open. And I told everybody, if my hat is here, it means I'm in the building. If my hat's not here, it means I'm not in the building, right? If my door is open, I'm wandering around somewhere. Come find me. Shoot me a text. Give girl a holler. So um, it's, it's, it's actually refreshing. Um, after about, what, two months now? I think I'm slowly getting a little bit of a, of, of a groove. And I'm about to roll into month three. And um, that's when I'm going to start making adjustments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not bad. I don't, I don't come in there just trying to put the hammer down. So the right. adjustments that I'm going to make are fine tweaks that I feel some people work like this. Good old blinders. <laughs> the weirdos work like this. And then I'm like, well, what about that back there behind you? And they're like, what, what are you talking about? What, what I'm like, and I work like this. Like I need you to foresee everything. I, I have a motto. There's, there's reactive people and there's proactive people. Hmm. The proactive people are the pros, right? And the reactive people are the, the, the re's. The re re's. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life. So, but I treat everybody the same, right? Um, well, you give everybody, give everyone the same opportunity. I wouldn't say you treat them the same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do give them all an opportunity. So I, I, I give them an opportunity to not fuck shit up. So when they do, I will come for them. <laughs> Which belt? With my belt. <laughs> you just, I just, I just smile and be like, oh, you're fucking that up. Let's do this better. Shall we? Okay. Let's go. <laughs> all right. How were you not mean it? Okay. I grew up with you. I was. Yeah. Y'all, y'all were mean. You tried to steal my pens and stuff. You, you say were. It's a good ending. <laughs> well, I don't have to work over there anymore. So yeah, now I get to go over there, and you know, I'm like, that's that's done. Now you get to come home to mean it. So there's that. Yeah, there's that. Okay. All right. Um, so the next question, oh. okay, the, the, the last, the last thing that I had pre-canned for you, yeah. uh, I want to talk Did we about, answer the questions in the chat? Like, are we like, yeah. If you see something in there, you would like to reply. To okay. Me. Yeah. Um, are you kidding? That's a dream. Pick the stuff you want. 
to do and make other people shoot <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's, it's more of just assisting them and giving them purpose. Right? Like before. Now, now who has ways with words? They didn't have purpose. So I'm choosing to allow them to do other things other than come to work and look out the window like a window licker. I, hey, you know what? This would be a great job for you. You're going to do that. Okay. All right. That's your job now. Ensuring gainful employment. Yes. I don't want them to be bored. Right. Who wants to go? Nobody wants to say. Right. Right. Um, now that you're in Seattle and I'm staying in Alaska, what are we doing to ensure that our marriage stays just as fragile, I mean, strong as it's always been? Um, well, I think the easiest answer is communication. Hmm. I'm huge on communication and I always, always yell at all of you. When I say all of you, the whole family about how their communication skills are lacking. It's like 53 of us now, right? Yeah. Something like that. But they all live with you. Well, I got rid of one and a half of them. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of... All right. I don't know how much you've talked about the family dynamic where we went from a family of nine in one house to the twins moved out first Mm -hmm. um, back in August because they left for school. And then um, me and my sister and Evelyn, my niece, my sister's daughter, moved out like right next to each other. So Evelyn only partially moved out. Oh, Evelyn did partially move out. Evelyn, she is a baby villain. She's a six-year-old villain. She really is. I love her to death because I think she's funny as hell. Like, come on. Like, she's a six-year-old with a a mind of a 20-year-old. Like, she looks at you and she's like, why aren't you doing this? And she's dead serious. And you're like, you're six. Get off my back, little person. Mind your business. Yeah. It gets you so irritated. I mean... She does do weird shit, like bite the dog. I mean, the dog bit her first. So in her defense, I taught her, bite him back. And I didn't know, I didn't know that was going to go down like that. So all you hear throughout the house, Evelyn, don't bite the dog. Stop. That's not a thing. Everybody was so mad. I was on the floor in stitches because I was dead laughing. Who? When do you catch your kid biting the dog? And the dog's like, she bit me. Well, it was like she put her hand in Kai's mouth and then got mad because he bit her. Yes. Like he was chewing on his bone and you put your mouth, or your, your hand in his mouth where he was chewing. <laughs> like as he's actively chewing. You know, she was trying to play with him. But he's a sweet guy. See, he didn't draw blood. He didn't. He just startled her. He was actually just as startled as she was. <laughs> Like he thought, he was, he thought he did something wrong. Like no, dude. And then, then she turned around and bit him back. He was like, Ridiculous. "Someone get their kid! Someone yeah. please rescue me!" So, um, marriage. Yeah. Uh, communication. That's that's always been our thing, though. Like we had bad communication in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, where we weren't communicating effectively. Um, and you're used to like communicating in your head sometimes. And I communicate in my dreams where I thought I told you something. <laughs> I mean, I, I really thought you had this dream thing down. No dream telepathy is not uh, one of my strong suits. Then I need you to get your life together. I need, I, I need, I need you to keep, get, like make a dream journal or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can, so 
actually read it to, to see the stuff I should have heard from your dreams. My bad. <laughs> but you have this stuff in your head because you're so squirrely smart. It's in your head and you're like, I told you that. I'm like, no, you didn't. I would have remembered that. Like, no, you didn't. You didn't say that out loud. Well, I thought I told you. No, you didn't tell any of us. So, so I should keep you on a communication diary so I can go back and say, nope. On June 3rd at 1315 local, I told you that the oil needed to be changed in the van. Or how about you just tell me? See, but that'd be a record of me telling you because I told you, you just don't remember. I can't with you. Thus, we need to work on a communication. Yeah. So we're getting better. <laughs> Our communication, I would say, throughout the whole house is better. Um, I, the twins and I live up here. Down. Uh, down here. Down here. And Maisie and Evelyn moved out. They moved downtown. Sue, I moved out, yeah. Yeah, well, kind of. Okay, Maisie did. Yeah. Um, Evelyn still needs uh, babysitting, so she stays at the main house with for the, him. For the summer. For the summer to be watched. So it's me, Amber, David, and Autumn, mm -hmm. plus part-time Evelyn. Part-time Evelyn and Kai. And Kai. Mm -hmm. So um, I, when I feel they're not listening to me, I just text everybody my mom speak and I yell at everybody via text message. Like, why aren't you, you know what you should do and, um, just do it. Yeah. So my communication's fine. Yeah. I, everything's no. great. No, <laughs> no. The, 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 the kicker with you is that you, you have expectations for everyone mm -hmm. and we find out your expectations as we don't accomplish them. <laughs> well then why aren't y'all doing it? <laughs> Right. Like, right. if y'all just did it, right. it wouldn't be a problem. Right. I'm confused. And the, the, the opposite is true, where I expect you guys to know something, but I never took the time to teach you. That's... Dude, that's true. Yeah. That's all you. Yeah. Or I teach you guys one time and expect you to learn it, because you should have paid attention the first time. <laughs> as a married man, I... It never happens. <laughs> as a married man, I say to that, what's the problem? Yeah. I cannot with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, the other thing that we're going to be doing is uh, four-day weekends, you'll be coming up to Alaska, pretty much. Yes. On a regular basis. Yes. Uh, and then when there are periods of not a lot of extracurricular activities with the kids in school and things like that, in periods of slow times, I'll come down here for a week or so. Mm -hmm. um, like, I've been down here for, it'll be three weeks before I head back. What? Really? Three weeks? Yeah. Insane, huh? Flew by. Whoa. So he's been living his best life. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. This has been the most relaxing like vacation ever. We're kind of like on our honeymoon. Yeah. Like a vacation honeymoon. A, a working honeymoon. A working honeymoon. Yeah. Cause so, I've been doing stuff around the house. <laughs> my back allows. Yes. Doing, you know, working on podcasts and, uh, you've been working at your job. Yes. Cause you, you have one of those. Yeah, I have to go to work to make that money to pay the stupid bills that, you know, mm -hmm. so we can keep that roof over our head. Stupid bills. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Just paying leaves. Pick us some leaves out. Do you guys want the green leaves or you want the brown ones? <laughs> right. You want them crispy or soft? Gosh. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Yeah. I, I honestly think I... To everybody out there in the world, I honestly think that Anthony 
holds me together a lot more than he thinks he does. Because some of us females are coconuts. Like, I will admit it. Some of us are coconuts. But it takes a special kind of individual. What you call it? Managing the crazy? Is that what you called it? Yes. Crazy management? It takes a special kind of individual to, to, to control that and manage it. And I think you've done amazing. Especially when... I lose my shit and I'm all like, I'm going to kill you all. This whole family, you're going to burn. And I'm going to get my belt and beat all of you. I told you to do this. Well, you know, he, he manages crazy very well. And he's calm. He's calm when I lose my shit. The opposite is also true. Okay. When I start going, when I start getting my head and going crazy, you are the thing that calms me down either by checking my attitude or by reassuring me, Sometimes to the minimal level possible, but by reassuring me or just maintain, like containing my crazy. And I think a lot of it is just that we have very different views on a lot of things. Uh, absolutely opposites. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. in, not in everything, but on, on a lot of things. Yeah. But we understand that and we keep that, we balance that against each other. So when there's big issues that come up, we talk about it. And regardless of who wins, we try to have buy-in from the other and we kind of subscribe to it. And it's like, okay, well, I had this argument. She had this argument. We found this is where, where the dividing lines are. The absolutes are met, but we this is the gray area. And th this particular issue, if it's kids, it goes to you. Like you're the parenting boss. If it's tech, you know, if it's, if it's tech or, <clears throat> or, you know, logistics, you know, figuring out scheduling that usually goes to me, yeah. you know, like they're, they're, we have our, our strong points. And once we've figured out a path, we, it's, it's no longer my plan versus your plan. It's our plan. And we kind of just press forward together with it. That's probably the military talking. I don't think we're ever going to get rid of that. That's just always that dynamic. is always going to be there. Even when we get old and gray. Well, we grew up completely differently too. What are you talking about? We were both poor. Our definitions of poor are very different. I well, lacking the monetary income. Okay, okay. Income aside, we grew up very, very, very similarly. Okay. Yeah. Your your family had a stronger, a, a higher threshold of what was possible than mine did. Exactly. Um, I. Uh. But we both grew up, you know. Thinking, uh, thinking uh, uh, Doritos inside our peanut butter and jelly sandwich was a delight. No. <laughs> no, sir. No. Point proven. Ham and cheese. <laughs> oh, Doritos inside your ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Oh, I. Peanut butter and jelly? What? With cheese. Oh, I had cheese. We had government cheese. We had craft singles if we were lucky, which, by the way, is not cheese. We had craft singles. Yeah. Cheese. Totally same. <laughs> totally same. But did I say craft? I meant American cheese singles. I mean, who the what is? In, in the white box. In the white box. <laughs> was it at least in the refrigerator aisle? Or was it on the shelf with the the, the stuff that's kind of cheese on the shelf? It, it, you didn't have to refrigerate it. Like that's how I knew it wasn't cheese. <laughs> I, I found mine in the refrigerator aisle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I bet you did. Listen. It must be nice to have a refrigerator. 
Every time with you. Every time with you. Every time we do this. Every time. God. I mean, if you just plugged yours into the neighbor's house, you would have been fine. You did that once and they unplugged it in the middle of the night. You know, I got nothing. He wins every time. There you go. Oh, see? Processed cheese product. Mmm, that sounds delicious. With my ham or my bologna. Fried bologna. Sandwiches. Oh, I can't eat bologna. I can't either. Oh, so gross. I loved it back then. What about sugar bread? Did y'all have sugar bread? We and then take some bread and throw some sugar on it and call it a dessert. With butter. You have to have butter. You guys don't have butter? Good margin. Don't eat, you don't eat margin on bread. Margin is not... Butter? No, it's plastic. It tastes like butter. It's weird, dark, yellow stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See? Fried bologna sandwiches are the best. Mm, no. You get some of that processed mm. cheese product. With the processed with some, meat products? And with some Doritos, because you were fancy. When it, when, it, when it comes to bologna, you might as well be giving me head cheese. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the same to me. It's so gross. But I'll eat the hell out of some hot dogs. And no, I don't understand the difference. There's something wrong with you sometimes. There's a lot of things wrong with me all the time. Oh, okay. As long as we know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, bad Beef bad agrees with you. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, see, and he agrees with me. Oof. Yeah. yeah, I live with it. Badly's been around for a few years. He knows there's there's not a lot of wires going the right way up here. No, they're they're going. Your wires are just firing. What happens is when some of us don't do what you feel that we should be doing, your wires are all like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it starts spiraling. And then I can see you across the room start losing your shit. And then I have to tell the kids, run. No, I got this. I got this. Run. <laughs> I'm just going to put out there that it's a, it's probably a good thing for our family and our relationship that neither one of us grew up with physical abuse in the home. Yes. Because that's not something we, that's not a, yeah. that's not an issue. No, no, we did not have that. And yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like I, I quit spanking. 2007 mm. before the twins left or before Amber and Ashley left Hawaii. Okay. I'd already decided that it, it wasn't worth it for Amber and Ashley. I resorted to military style punishment. So my kids had push-ups. Yeah. They had running miles at six years old, run yeah. that mile. And if you stop, you got an extra lap to do. Yep. Like, so I resorted cause I was tired. But Spanking no, takes no, a lot of energy. Now they all play soccer, so I guess it kind of worked out. They're, they're pretty fast. <laughs> and they're strong. They're, they're only this tall. Right. But they're fast as hell. Yeah. <laughs> the push-ups helped. You can tell which one got in more trouble than the other one because she's really strong. The older twin is really strong. Beefcake. Yeah, beefcake. She's strong. She yeah. got in a lot of trouble. She did a lot of push-ups and... Planks. She she didn't she was so one twin got a filter and the other one didn't get a filter on their mouths. <laughs> I can't so. with these comments. Yes, she did not. We'll we'll just that in a minute. <laughs> yes. Madison was your favorite though. She was Especially she, once I got her to drop the, the, the parental guys. Like, you know, kids act a certain way in front of their parents. Mm -hmm. And once I, I sat her down one day and I was like, look, I know there's some shit bothering you. 
So instead of just trying to find the words and be polite and childlike about it and not want to curse in front of your parents or whatever else, you're 13 at the time or whatever. Mm. I was like, you're 13, just say what the fuck is on your mind. Yeah. And holy shit, she just exploded. That explains it. And her mouth has not stopped since. Did you do that when we moved to Alaska? No, that was in Texas. That explains a lot. We took David to soccer practice one day and her and I were sitting there. Uh, on the soccer field watching David at practice. That explains a lot because she has no filter now and she will tell you exactly how she feels. Well, she didn't have a filter before, but she had the parental like limit. Like yeah. she wouldn't, she wouldn't, you know, cuss in front of us, stuff like that. Yeah. But you could tell like she had stuff to say, but she was afraid of saying the wrong thing in front of her parents. Yeah. And once that dropped, she'd just been full bore. Like it didn't matter if you're a fucking teacher, if you're a cop, if you're a parent, grandparent, it don't fucking matter. It's coming out of her mouth. She's she's expressing her ideas immediately. Well, I mean, it was better than the dirty look she used to give you. She still does. But now I understand them better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and 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 BioCal, we'll have to discuss that tomorrow night at dinner. Oh, I get to meet him for dinner, huh? Yeah. Okay. Him, uh, I believe his wife is not going to be able to make it, but oh. we will still see him. Okay. Dinner. So. Perfect. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's, that's kind of how we how we had to go into this whole move thing was you know let's figure out what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure our FaceTime is working. Mm. Um, yes. Duh. For those of you that didn't already know. Um, my lover here is our security manager slash our computer guy, right? So if you're going to marry someone, you, they have to have an attribute that you don't have. So computer, security. Not, not just, not physical attribute, like knowledge attribute. Okay, okay. Just to clarify. Thanks, darling. It's Pride Month. I don't want to be sitting here trying to <laughs> say you, you have to marry someone with, with parts you don't have. So, so he's, he's my security slash computer guy. Um, you know, I'm the, also your half-ass handyman. Yes. I try. You do very well. It takes you a while because you're always researching. Yeah. And, but I learned that he does so much research to do it perfectly that like it, wiring the shed, like wiring the shed. That was a big project. Um, I researched that shit for three months. It took a long time. It took a long time. Then he was out there and taking a long time. And I thought, what is taking him so long? It's getting cold out. I'm not helping him with that. So I sent the boy out there. Yeah. And he was helpful. But but how did it turn out? It's amazing. I mean, it's not done because it eventually got too cold to keep working out there. Yeah. Um, But, and I haven't had a chance this spring and summer to get into it because of the move and everything else. Next summer. but I mean, like right now, it like you go out there and it's other than the one outlet that has been kind of rewired and hanging off the wall in order to plug the lights in because they don't have the lights in stock at the time. That's fine. But other than that, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's a damn good shed. Yeah. It's, no, it works. It's better than we I could expect. I showed I showed someone a picture of the wiring in the box and they're like, "What contract did you use?" I was like, "No, that's just me." They're like, "His OCD is strong." If y'all. <laughs> I could never be a commercial electrician because my OCD is so strong when it comes to wiring, especially. Yeah. I would, Your OCD. I'd be on one. I'd be a great government worker. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Cause I'd be on, on one job for like the next six years, even though it should have been done in three would be way over budget. <laughs> That's how that works, right? That's okay. Yeah. That works. Yeah. yeah. 
start charging $5,000 for a hammer. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we, we figure it out. <laughs> we figure it. It's, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's um, the first, I think, lie. yeah, it's, we are able, I think all the things we've been through over the last, we're really into 14 years. We just completed year 13 in, fe in February. Yeah. So now we just started year 13 of marriage. 14. 14. And I think I've been able to get us to humble ourselves to all the things that we've been through. Because the beginning part of this marriage was very rough. First How many times did I serve you divorce paperwork? None. Like, None. You threatened me, but you never actually served me with any. I didn't serve you, but I did. I sent it to you no, via I, email. No, I sent it to you. Mother sucker. <laughs> you. Because I was going to go to Korea, and I was like, either I'm married or I'm not. And like, I wasn't going to give him the chance to go <laughs> not married. I was going to ruin that fun. Because you know what? I'm a fun killer. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So... Yeah, now, well, because th that was that was like a a point where you and I weren't really even talking very much. We so when I sent that to you, it started up another conversation, and that's that that led into me actually going to Korea, mm -hmm. and during that year in Korea, spending a lot of time talking through a lot of issues, yeah. and we thought we were good to go until a month and a half after I got back from Korea, is when we finally actually had the talk that kind of rebuilt our marriage and gave us a, a solid foundation of trust to build a marriage off of was that the marriage retreat it was before the marriage retreat it was okay. like two weeks before the marriage retreat okay yeah okay so um yeah yeah no the, i i have a copy of our marriage certificate hidden away like in a safe place off premises like it's it's in a it's in a totally different place just in case she tries to deny me one more time That's legit. I've, I've tried to get him to disclose this location. Mm. He won't do it because I have a copy. And I'm like, well, I mean, there's really no proof that we're married. You, you, right? have, you have the useful copy. <laughs> the one we actually send to people for like stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah. The legal copy. I have the one that's just like archivable. <laughs> um, so... Something else I wanted to bring up, and this is kind of off the cuff. Oh. I was trying to tell you about it earlier, but you kept getting phone calls. Oh, The Senate yesterday unanimous, unanimously approved Juneteenth as a federal holiday. The House today, I believe, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was unanimous or not, but they voted for it as well. So now it's passed both houses of Congress, and it goes to President Biden. So unless he flips the script pretty quick, it looks like, June, uh, June 19th, starting in 2022, mm -hmm. will be Juneteenth, a federal holiday, uh, a bank holiday, like all the normal powers of a federal holiday. What do you think about that? 14 no votes in the House. Fuck all 14 of them. Yeah. Some states have already rec started recognizing it oh, over wow. the last couple of years. But it's going to be a federal holiday, like a bank holiday. What do you think about that? Um, and and to skew your your answer a little bit here, American Independence Day is July fourth, which is not anything related to when it was the Declaration was actually signed. Or, right. It's like just the uh, there's a, a series of dates, and they kind of pick the fourth out of those dates when they all had equal opportunity. Two weeks before that is going to be 
Juneteenth. This celebration of the final ending of federally sanctioned slavery in Texas. Hmm. You know, uh, well, I mean, at all, but it happened in Texas. Texas is the last state to outlaw it. How do you feel about that? I actually, I feel good about it. But I also know that even if they didn't make it a holiday, I would take that day off. I, for the longest time, I don't know if many people know, for the longest time, Martin Luther King Day was a holiday. Mm-hmm. Right? So... It still um, flips in the States. It's not a federal holiday. It's a... It's a, it, it's a federal holiday. It's we a federal to, day of observance. Yes. But it's not a federal holiday. We still... Some shit like that. Yeah. So, my mom, in all her angry black woman glory, made sure that we did not go to school on that day. Mm. Ever. So whatever day it fell on, we didn't go to school. If it fell on a weekday or that Monday, we didn't go to school. So, um, I'm, I'm excited. It's, it's something that's probably been overdue. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm not afraid to take a day off from work to celebrate something and hang out with the girls. Cause being down here, I wanted to do something with the girls that, that I could um, just us together, right? Yeah. Celebrating because being mixed females, they um, they don't know their father's side right. as well as they should. Right. And I wish they did. So yeah. I usually try to get them to know that side. Um, but they also don't know a lot about your side. They know more than their father's side, though. Yes. But when you look at this last year of uh, I say the last year it's it's been a long time coming but this last year has really been a major point yeah. in all of it um, of this like this social cause reckoning and looking at the the Black Lives Matter movement and everything else you've been pretty nonchalant about all of that so far because it's almost like you don't see that the change is actually going to happen. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of noise with no popcorn. No, it's not that. It's not that at all. Is I don't, I don't want to sway our kids to be on one side than the other. Because sometimes kids growing up in a blended, or especially a biracial family, they feel they should sway to one culture more than the other. Mm-hmm. Right? I want them to grow up to be neutral. Like I want them to know that they have the best of both worlds. Like they can go anywhere and be anything. And it's not because there are ways more on their black side or they're raised more on their white side. It's because who they are and what we have taught them and how they've become as humans to know that when they walk into a room, it's not the color of your skin. It's how you present yourself. Right. right. And I, or at least it should be, I wouldn't be here today if I thought it was all about my color. I wouldn't be in this job if Every day of my life, I thought, oh, I'm not going to get the job because of the color of my skin, or I got the job because of the color of my skin. I got the job because I was the best person for the job, because I know that job, because I'm good at that job. So, I... So, I have a proposal. Oh, boy. How do you celebrate Juneteenth? I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. The the traditional way, from what I read, because I did some reading, is that... Black families would have a day of, it's a family day where they, they get together with their family. Okay. They pray and they eat. 
So it's kind of like a, a, a... We don't pray. We don't. <laughs> we do eat. <laughs> so this would be my proposal. <clears throat> I suggest... Because here's the other thing. White people are always trying to get invited to the black barbecues because everybody knows they're the best black barbecues. I don't know why you're telling on my business. They already know. They don't know. They've been watching this podcast long enough. Do they know about the sweet potato pie? I don't tell anybody about sweet potato pie. They don't know. Mm -hmm. Why are you telling all of our business then? I ain't trying to tell them about sweet potato pie. They don't know. They're all still eating pumpkin pie. I'm not sure I'm supposed to know about sweet potato pie. Um, my suggestion would be okay. that on Juneteenth, especially if it falls on a Saturday or a Sunday, this year it falls on a Saturday, next year it falls on a Sunday, that in order to try to bridge the gap, to, to, to show a welcome hand, mm-hmm. I suggest that all of the white folk in, a, in an area host a barbecue for all the black folk. But you can't have none of the shitty white people food. Like, no, no, no. I love you to death, but it's still going to be there. What? The shitty food. Oh, no, probably. <laughs> See? See? He knows! <laughs> Veggie burgers aren't. No. It's... No. <laughs> he knows. No. He knows. But I say, I say we do something like that. Because... It might not work out. They know. They, your people know. (laughs) Fox (laughs) one. I can't. They know. Look, what's going to happen is all the peach people are going to have this little barbecue. Brown people are invited. Brown people are going to show up and they'd be like, y'all trying to poison us. That's what's going down. Oh, no, no, no. Veggie burgers. No, that's where families like ours come in play. <laughs> We're get, we would be in the kitchen area, in the cooking side of it, making sure nobody does anything funny. I can't. Because we 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 got to play both sides. We got to we got to play the middle. You know. This is why I don't do potlucks. You don't know if someone's cat sitting on the counter. Oh, it is. <sighs> it is. It's rubbing its ass on. So. What about we start something special and we do it with the family first? Mm-hmm. Because what we've been doing with the family is we've been doing traditional things and the things that we do in our family, right? Our kids will start doing in their homes as they get older, mm-hmm. right? Because it's going to carry with them. Um, see, I cannot. I cannot. What the hell is that? Say it. Go ahead. Say it. <laughs> Avocado quinoa salad. You're the only. I'm gonna person. starve to death at y'all barbecue. You're, you're the only person I've ever known to eat quinoa, per, like like really. I'm not bringing it to a potluck though. That's private. I'm like not, I'm not eating it at all. <laughs> so no. with our family and our tradition and the things that we've done, I we we can start it with our family. We can do like a little traditional thing, and we can what we can do is we can have the kids research different parts of their culture mm. and we can share it at dinner and then we can make something with our family, right? Mm. And start something small mm. just to celebrate and you know, a little bit of history because Madison's our history buff now. Mm-hmm. When um one of the kids, um, she loves history. But uh she loves it. So she can you know, she can be our, you know, our coordinator on it and mm-hmm. we can have 
food or we can talk about a piece of history from because we're we're so blended mm-hmm. after we doing that what 23 me what is it is that what we did oh uh, we did both we did the 23 me and ancestry.com so we know we got a lot of um you know different there's there's no straight lines in 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 like right. in the directionals like right you've got some european stuff i've got some african stuff and we've all got like the only thing we don't have we don't have any any uh like east asian kind of stuff in our family see there you go but so i i so no japanese chinese filipino yeah but i feel we should we should do something with the family like yeah. something small um and we can start it next year because this year is um we got family coming so this year be a little well but, juneteenth is this saturday we're not certain shit right but but we could sell <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to fly home on Juneteenth no, unless I'm you. flying. I'm not going to fly home on the, on for Juneteenth and turn around and fly back here and then fly back up there. Like that's not right. So we'll have to figure out something for next year, <laughs> but that's what I propose. Yeah. Green jello with caramel fruit. And no cottage. canned fruit and cottage cheese in it. Cause biocal. Is uh, that food? People eat that? Some people do. Yeah. You stop it. You, you, that's you never went to a peach people barbecue. So for those that don't know, we use peach and brown. That's that was our history with the family. Um, for those of you that are like, um, uh, <laughs> when the kids were little, hmm. the kids used certain crowns to color family. So they would always use the brown crown or the peach crown for daddy, and then of course. I was like, well, what about you guys? They're like, we just color lighter. So there's, there's peach, there's light brown people, and there's dark brown people like you, mommy. And that's how we raise the kids all these years. Is that's the color of the people of the world, right? There's everybody's a, a shade. It's either peach, light brown, or dark brown. It's all, it's all, it's all a shade of orange. Really. Just a shade of orange. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Once I found peach, out, see peach people barbecue. Once I found out that that brown is just a dark shade of orange, it like fucked me up in my head for a good three or four months. (laughs) Oh my God. He actually doesn't get red. He, um, I don't know what's going on in his background. He browns. There's a picture. I wish we had that picture to upload for them of your different shades. You have it on your phone. I do. Yeah. I can put it in the show notes. Even the children yeah, for them. Drop in the Discord. Okay, so yeah, Anthony is not—he's not red. He turns a a lighter, lighter shade of brown or orange. I I tan nicely when I tan. Yes, yes. And I don't—I don't burn particularly easy. No, unless it's on your head and it's completely shaved. Right. When you're mowing the grass, but other than that, yeah, yeah, it's nice. But like on a normal basis, unless I'm unless I'm doing something stupid that we shouldn't be doing, like sitting all day in the sun at the beach or something like that. I typically don't burn. I, I will get a, a decent brown. Like, it's not brown, brown, but yeah. it's, it's... Well, since he's been here, he's been sitting on the back patio, hanging out, living his best life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm at work. I didn't I didn't know he sat on the patio chilling. I got a nice picture of that, too, just chilling on the patio, reading his Twitter from y'all. Yeah. Living his best life. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's... Deeper shade of pale. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <sighs> they're the best. Yeah. Uh, this. Welcome to chat. This is. Just so you guys know, this is not regular. I'm not going to be up here regular. 
this, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Don't look at me like that. No. I already have cover art for the show we're supposed to be doing together. <laughs> Designed it myself, and it's actually really good. <laughs> it's better than this shitty Ritual Misery logo thing that I I think it's lovely, because you and Kent have been doing that for years, and that is your thing together. Yes. I I think it's absolutely lovely. Which is why we had to start a new show for me and you. Oh, oh God. You and Kent have been doing this how many years now? Seven. Seven Coming years. Coming up on August will be seven. Ugh. I thought it was the weirdest thing ever. And now it helps pay some bills. Yes. But it also, more importantly, it makes you happy. Like, I, you stress a little bit, but you enjoy it. It gives me the best friends I've ever had. They're online, and I can ignore them when I need to. <laughs> kind of like you do us at the house? Yeah, but y'all come knocking on my door and stuff. and like We do knock on his door. He's got his own private office to do all this in his own little private office. And he locks the door. The first time he locked the door. You were mad. I was like crazy, like deranged. Like you, you thought some crazy shit was going on. I had to bring up my, uh, my, my toggle history and my web history to show you that I wasn't like doing anything crazy in there and shit. Listen, yeah. why are you locking the door in our own house and you in your private office with all your computer monitors and you in here quietly? just with the door locked. I was like, I was like crazy wife. Sometimes though, we have to pull that crazy wife out. So you guys know how much we love you. It just, it just is. It turns out I just scare easy when I'm wearing headphones at night, trying to edit some shit. I don't like people just walking up behind me randomly. Weird. (laughs) Or, or I'm vaping in my office and I don't want my daughter walking in. Like that's fair, but you know, like it's, See, crazy means I love you. <laughs> Got some good titles going. <laughs> All right. Um, so that is uh, that has been this episode. Is there anything else that you would like to say before we close out? It's been great. I I, 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 I stall while I bring up the credits, so I know what to say at the end of the episode. <laughs> great i will tell you guys i got dressed for you even though my outfit is failing me on the show i apologize i can't it's trying to fail you it's really it really i don't know what's going on it's all all angry yeah i can't do this backwards shirt thing like i can't he can't flip the screen for me because he has to do it with his left hand and lefties rule I didn't think about that. We are sitting on our appropriate side. It says I'm right-handed to your left-handed. Uh-huh. I didn't think about it. This I, I is was, my favorite side. I was just trying to tuck in the corner so you could be seen. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Um, well, I'll tell you what. If you guys want more of this, the only way I'm going to convince her that you want more of it is to let us know. Tweet her at Sarethia. It's on my profile page. Just click on the little uh, – I tagged her on there. Uh, tweet her at Sarethia. Say more shows, more podcasts. You should uh-huh. be on more often. Just say something. Uh, and, and tag Diamond Club in it so they can get behind it, too, because I love having her on. You're the worst. But you're the best. Oh. I love having her on. I think we have uh, a lot of fun together, and I think if she did this more often, she wouldn't yell as much so the microphones weren't peaking. <laughs> and he, he did try to adjust the microphone. I adjusted like 15 times during this episode. Um and uh, she would get more comfortable with it. And I think just like I have with Kent, mm. a way to keep you know a regular appointment to talk about random shit, I think that might be good for our marriage as well. Mm. He said, you guys are freaking adorable. Oh, thank you. He brings out the best in me, I'm telling you. It's hard to match his crazy. 
were you there when my dad said at Thanksgiving, thank God someone took my daughter? No, I thought that was your ex-husband. There you go. All right, we will be hopping in the Discord shortly after the show to just do, do, do a little more chatting so she can relax and let her shirt fall or whatever it's going to do without being on video. Um, you can catch everything that we're, that we're doing as far as the podcast at ritualmisery.com. You can find all my art and my my personal tales that I'm that my, my little diatribes or whatever the hell you want to put them that I haven't been keeping up on because it's just been too fucking busy at anthonylemos.com. And, of course, you can find her on Twitter, at Sarithia, S-A-R-I-E-T-H-I-A. She doesn't uh, she doesn't hit Twitter very much, but she does have alerts on. So if you do text her, she will, or do message her on the you know, tag or whatever, she will see it. Um, and, of course, at this point right here is usually where the music from Kevin McLeod comes in. So thank you, Kevin McLeod. And uh, thank you, everybody, that, that helps us make the show. If you're a patron or if you are... Uh, just watch you on Twitch, or if you watch later on Twitch or on YouTube, all of it helps. It's it's all just whatever you can do. That's what gives us the inspiration to keep going and doing more, and hopefully doing more with her because she's amazing. Um, and for uh, for Sarivia, for the absent Kent jerk, and it's not his fault. No. He's just a jerk. He's not a jerk. He's not here. He's just a jerk. And for me, and for you. This has been your Ritual Misery Podcast. <laughs>